0: My name is John O'Mrachada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Mel Gibson was in the news recently, uh, for two reasons. One was a video that went viral, and another was for a project that he's working on. The project, which I'm very excited for, is, uh, about the, it's a movie that he's working on about the, the Rothschilds, which, as I've said recently, um and plenty of time to the past, the Rothschilds are the most powerful Illuminati family. I mean, these are the ones that created the Illuminati, or, yeah, the Illuminati. Uh, Mayor Amschel Rothschild using his, it's not Apprentice, but whatever that that name is, um, Adam Weishaupt, to collect all of the uh, big baddies of the secret society world together and uh, to form the Illuminati. So, um... I'm excited to see what he does with it. I know it's not going to be in a good light on the Rothschilds. Uh, I think he's probably going to come from the the banking angle only. I, I doubt that it will probably include the Illuminati, but it'd be super cool if he did. So I'm excited about that. And Hollywood doesn't like it. Uh, they're going to call it anti-Semitic because he's, he's uh, pointing at the Rothschilds, which are, uh, of Jewish lineage. Um, but you know what? Fuck them. I don't give a shit. You know, uh, the Rothschilds and obviously it's not every single Rothschild person with a Rothschild last name, but the Rothschilds overall, um, have not been very good in history since the 1700s and prior. So, um, fuck them. I don't give a shit what Hollywood does. And now they're just, uh, Mel Gibson. He made The Passion of the Christ. He's made a bunch of kick-ass movies since. You know? So, um, I'm, I'm super excited for that. Uh, the other thing, the video, was uh, super interesting and uh, validating to me in what I've said. So, what I mean by that is he talked about the Catholic Church and how conservative uh, clergy members have been treated, uh, which is to say, actual... Clergy members of the Catholic Church. Um, it it validates so much of uh, you know what I talked about with my priest and what happened to him. Um, same story with the priests that Mel Gibson knows. And obviously, I don't know Mel Gibson, although I'd love to. Uh, hey, Mel, I've got a, a book that I wrote. You want to make a movie? <laughs> It'd be kick-ass. Especially with Mel Gibson as the fucking... Oh, dude! Mel Gibson could be the priest! Not the priest. He could be, uh... He could be Father Brennan in the book. Yeah! And the director. Oh, dude. Get out of town. Get out of town. Um. That'd be epic. Yeah, so that's why you have to go to my website and leave me reviews at the bottom of the red... Uh, the website on the comments. I could show those to Milo Yiannopoulos and get him to publish the fucking book so that I can go and, uh, get it selling on Infowars because him and Alex Jones are good buddies. And, uh, fucking bingo bingo. I'm talking to Mel Gibson shooting a movie. Any his, um, so it validates, uh, so my priest, I'll just go into it. Um, My priest lost his faculties by way of the uh, Catholic... uh, I'm sorry, the the Detroit Diocese um, because he was conservative. Because when he would give a homily, if you don't know what a homily is, within the Catholic Church, uh, right at the beginning we do the sign of the uh, cross. um, We do a little prayer. um, And we end up doing three readings from the Bible. One of the Old Testament, the next of the New Testament, but non-canonical books. And then the last reading is from the four, one of the four canonical books. It's kind of how I've read the Bible throughout my life. So um, after those three readings, then the priest does what's called a homily, in which he explains the three readings, connects them, and also applies them to today. Uh, my priest was very conservative and very pro-Trump back in 2015, 16, 17. And that's where the issue came up. Um, and the church took his faculties away. And what validates that is that Mel Gibson was talking about the same, the same, many same stories of the priests that he knows and what's happened to them. And he went in pretty hard on the Catholic church. So, um, and that's what we should be doing. As I've said before, nothing's going to be done to the Catholic church outside of it. Nothing. Protestantism, atheism, uh, fucking entire countries won't be able to destroy the church from outside. However, if you believe Jesus Christ, uh, even he said that the gates of hell will never overcome the Catholic Church. He never said it couldn't be infiltrated, which is exactly what's happened, uh, in an attempt to destroy the church. First, reputation-wise, and then fundamentally. But... Um, you know, he talks about all of that, and uh, it it absolutely uh, validates, you know, Michael Voris and Church Militant, um, as well as myself. So it was just uh, it was nice to see that, and good on him. If he already wasn't my favorite actor, well, he definitely is now. <laughs> um, I I thoroughly enjoy, and he has never made a bad movie. Well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe he has. I haven't seen it. Mel Gibson has always been one of my favorite actors, um, as well as directors. I mean, Braveheart, Get Out of Town. The Patriot, phenomenal. We Were Soldiers, damn good. Um, The Passion of the Christ, shut up your face. That movie was phenomenal. Even if you're not religious, you can watch the movie and go, you know what? That was really well done. And it was. Um, It's a great movie. And, uh, just in case anybody wanted to know, Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus, uh, went on to also make another movie called uh, St. Peter, where he plays St. Peter. So, I haven't watched that yet, but I intend to. Um, I've also uh, shared it on Facebook. I think I might have talked about it. But there is a uh, TV show called The Chosen, uh, which I think they're either finalizing Season 2 or they're starting Season 3. If you are a believer, you will... You'll tear up every episode. It is that good. If you're not a believer, still damn good storytelling. I mean, it is. It's outside of the passion of the Christ. It is the best uh, portrayal um, of Jesus uh, in the New Testament. I mean, you got to check it out. It's it's really, really good. So check that out. Um, They're, I believe, 100% uh, user or uh, 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 fan-funded. Is that how you say it? Viewer-funded, I think. But um, that's on Mel Gibson, so uh, well done for him. You can actually find the video that I'm talking about. You should be able to, I would assume, maybe you can't find it on YouTube, probably Rumble um, or maybe even Bitshoot, but definitely you can actually find it on Infowars.com. So um, go in there. I think you might have to use the search bar to bring up Mel Gibson and see the video, what I'm talking about. So do yourself a favor, check that out, because uh, it's phenomenal. Next up would be Jim Brewer. Apparently I'm covering all entertainment right now. Jim Brewer is based. Um, Jim Brewer was on the Anthony Cumia show. Um, Anthony Cumia, I guess, used to do something with a dude named Opie. It was the Opie and Anthony show, I think it was. I never really watched it. I only found out about it because of uh, Gavin McGinnis. Um, And now it's the Anthony Cumia show after those two guys had enough of one another. Uh, and I see a video on YouTube of uh, Jim Brewer on the Anthony uh, Anthony Cumia show, and as I said, he's just based. He has now come out, by the way, to say that he's not going to play any venue that requires people to be vaccinated. Um, he's against that. He's pro pro choice in that in that manner. Uh, and good on him. Am I going to make it my kid's thing? Yeah, yeah well, I'll be fine. Um he's he can't stand wokeness. I mean, he just goes in on all things liberal left and uh he's not a part of it. Uh you if you don't know Jim Brewer by some chance. He was on Saturday Night Live. He was the goat guy, which I'm sure that he's sick of being known as. Uh he's a stand-up comedian for what? 30 years. Um he's friends with Dave Chappelle. He was in Half-Baked. That's his one big movie that he was in. And he was fucking hilarious in it. Um, he's just a funny guy anyway. And now he's a family man. I think he's got three daughters and a wife. And sadly, his wife, is uh, she's got cancer. So um, that's, you know, real sad for him and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was really happy to see, you know. There are still some celebrities that are are based that aren't a part of the filth that's out there in Hollywood. So, um, Jim Brewer is definitely one of them and I'm happy to see fucking the young Turks. These fucking twats are everywhere now. They just, they can't help themselves. Listen, dude, now I know I shit talk a lot of people and I do, but it's usually after hearing them like, I'll watch these videos. I'll fucking read these articles. I'll, I'll see what they have to say and, and how they got to where... And I want to. I want to know, how did they get here? You now, if they're just like AOC, which doesn't fucking... You can't... She... Oh, so dumb. And she doesn't have any explanation. And not only that, she won't give you an explanation to much of her dumbass thinking. I still want to find out. I still want to see why you have to come up with whatever. And then I'll argue your your explanation or your 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 argument um, it really seems especially with the Young Turks they don't even fucking want to hear why somebody's against them it's just that you're against them and now they're against you and now they come out and they don't know half of what they're fucking talking about uh, and the other half is just lies and far-fetched truth so um, they went in and on and I'm actually going to segue into what I'm going to talk about next and still in terms of entertainment uh, they went after Jim Brewer and fucking Jake Yerger, if you can see, like, dude, you're not a good actor. Stop. Like, we can see that he said something to the effect of he's never, he doesn't know who Jim Brewer was, and it's like, was your head under a rock for the past fucking 30 years? You don't remember, you didn't watch Saturday Night Live, not ever. You didn't see a single segment of the goat guy. Cause he, and he did, because he even gave it up earlier, later in the video, he goes uh, something to the effect of he makes, he makes animal noises. It's like, oh, you're referring to the goat guy character that he had, which I think that's what it's called. I can't. It's been so long since I've seen it. But it was hilarious, dude. Made me fucking laugh for sure. Uh, And then they try to cut jokes on the show, him and Anna (laughs) Cuntsparian. And it's not funny, but, you know, she'll sit there. I don't know what her fascination is with her boss, where she would willingly uh, go along with... Go along with uh I almost got hit on the highway, fucking people not paying attention she'll go along or went along with Jenk and his denial of the Armenian genocide she's Armenian she comes from Armenian descent. you know what I mean it's like if i were if I were to work with somebody if I were to do a podcast with somebody who uh was English and they denied the potato famine. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that. I don't I, I don't think it happened either. You know what I mean? It would be that bad if not worse. So, uh, but she just sits there and fucking laughs at his not funny jokes cuz he thinks he's a, he thinks he's a lot of things. And I don't I it's, uh, I can't imagine they're really turning that much of a profit there, dude. He is such a bitter. He if you don't know, Janky Yerger tried to run for Congress, I believe it was. Uh in 2020, and lost terribly. because <laughs> he went in, he thinks he knows what he's talking about, he fucking went in fighting everybody and kept talking about how he's going to fight everybody. He thinks he is a, an actual fighter. He's not. He's a mouthpiece. He is a dumbass. The one achievement uh, I guess two achievements that he's made. One is the young Turks, in which he had a, a uh, was it a Muslim donor? From overseas, It gave him like 20 million plus dollars to start it. Um, so I guess you can call that an achievement. And the second would be that he got AOC into Congress. He didn't know he was a part of a group called the Justice Democrats with uh, Kyle Kalinsky. He was a real cunt. And uh, they picked her. And you know damn well why. She's a woman. She is not white. And she's got big old titties and a pretty face and a slender body. And she does. I've always said she's attractive. But then she talks. <laughs> and you're like, well, I don't I don't know about this anymore. Anyway, um. But those are his two achievements. Outside of that, he's just a fucking dummy. Speaking of how stupid this guy is, <laughs> and how he talks about this is just funny. I oh so, as I talked about the Joe Rogan thing the other day, and as I talked about him, obviously I talked about the Young Turks and their response to him. Um, well, Jake got into some shit on Twitter uh, over this Joe Rogan thing. And how did it go? Fuck, I was fresher this morning about it. I've tried doing this episode a couple of times, but phone calls and me having to stop and shit like that, it's ugh, it really fucked it up. But anyway. Um He got into some shit on Twitter with somebody. Where how did it go? It ended up him saying that Oh shit, how did it go? It said he said something to the effect of I could I could I would end him. So like a physical fight said, I would end him talking about Joe Rogan. And he was tweeting with somebody else. He's Mr. Big Batty. I think it was somebody challenged him to say, talk shit to Joe Rogan and maybe to get a debate or whatever and, and, and bet him a thousand dollars that he wouldn't do it. And, um, he went into like, Oh, he's not going to assault me, which is kind of a pussy way out of, of shit. But then, um, he said, I'm, I've fought all of my life. That's what it was. He says, I've fought all of my life, which no, you haven't. And you want to know how I know that you've never been in a real serious fist fight. It's the next thing that came along, which he said, I'm bigger than him. This is what should give it away. Now, two guys that have never been in a fist fight, one bigger than the other. Okay. Size has a much more significant factor to play. In this fight. Not always, because it's all about the fight and the dog. But if you're talking about somebody like Joe Rogan, I'm not his biggest fan, as you well know. But I'm ad- adherent to the truth. Joe Rogan is a jiu jitsu practitioner for a long time. He just got his black belt at uh, 11th, what is it, 11th planet jiu jitsu? Uh, it's his buddy Eddie, Eddie Bravo who beat a Gracie. He's a fucking really good jiu-jitsu guy. Nogi jiu-jitsu, I believe. Um, and he just Joe Rogan just got his black belt from Eddie Bravo uh, within the last couple of years, I believe. He is really good. Uh, he has been watching and training with MMA guys for two decades, three decades. He's been around since the early UFCs back when like gloves I think were still optional and it was optional to use wrestling shoes and shit like that as a commentator and uh fuck there's been a couple of other people who came out after Joe too uh one was I think Bloody Elbow which has now been owned by Box or some stupid shit from what I recently heard but um Joe Rogan is and he and he came up through Taekwondo so did I uh, i don't i think he might have tried some kickboxing I could be off on that maybe it was just competitive taekwondo uh for points and shit but um no matter he's trained in martial arts he is a uh he might oh, he might be short i mean i'm not saying by the way that size is never an issue or is not a factor because it certainly is it's why you have different uh weight. Um, But it's mostly to do with weight, by the way. Uh, Weight classes within MMA and boxing and wrestling. Um, And yeah, Jake Jurger more than likely, outweighs him in fat because he's fat, out of shape, 50-year-old male. Of course, I think they're about the same age. I want to say Joe Rogan's close to 50, too. But Joe Rogan, I believe he takes TRT. By the way, I got no problem with that, and neither should anyone else. He's not competing against anyone. He's taking care of himself. You, if Dude, if you can afford it and you get up to 50 uh, or even after 40 and you want to take TRT, fucking take it. As long as it's healthy for you, take it all day. What, you get to keep your youthfulness for another couple decades? Hell yeah, dude. If I can afford it, I'm going to take it. you damn straight. Um, but like I said, as long as it's healthy for you and it doesn't shrink your dick, no thanks. If it shrinks my, my testes and my dick, no, not doing it. Um but it's supposed to like oh you feel great, all your joints and shit, your your inflammation tends to go away. Uh but my point is is that Joe Rogan is uh trained man, I, I have a hard time saying trained fighter. He is a a he's he trains MMA. I'll say that. He is a jujitsu practitioner. He would um I watched Tim Pool's video on it and Tim Poole kept saying two seconds no listen it takes it takes about three to five seconds to get to get close enough for striking because you still you don't want to just run into it although I would assume that Joe Rogan would run right at him uh, but it's going to take about two seconds to make contact uh, probably closer to three to five seconds I would certainly say that it would be within the realm of possibilities that Joe Rogan would have Jank Jurger tapped out Oh, this was the other part. Sorry, my bad. I'm skipping ahead. Uh, Juerger fucking said, ended with, I would end him. Cenk Juerger said, I would end him, referring to fighting Joe Rogan. You know what, Cenk? I believe you would. I really do. I think you should go right up to him and say that, you know what, don't even say it to him. Just slap him in the face. <laughs> Just fucking go right up and slap the shit out of him. Knock his head off his shoulders. Fucking have at it. Fuck him up. You can do it, Jank. Uh, I believe in you. Fucking do it. Go ahead and do it. Come on. Please. I'll, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give you $5. Go do it right now. Go fuck him up, Jank. Jank <laughs> Yerger thinks that he can beat up Joe Rogan. Like. Son of a bitch, man. Would you not... I'm not saying I'd pay to watch it because I am cheap as all get out. and I always find ways of watching things. <laughs> D.B. Cooper knows what I'm talking about. Uh, watching things, not having to pay for it. Um, <laughs> oh, that made, that reminds me. Nick Diaz lost recently. Uh, t- last weekend? Yeah. Fuck is that sad, dude. Oh, I was so sad to see that happen. Um... Man, the Diaz brothers are, are a couple of my favorites. It was sad to see. I, re- I really thought he was going to come, but it, it was weird because I remember seeing him being very in shape, and then he came out for this fight, and they had to change the the, the weight limit. And uh, he was he was not looking as sh- as ripped as he as he was. He's my age. We're thirty eight, but he still looked good in that first round, dude. He was still throwing him. Any hizzle, um, yeah. Jank Jurger thinks that he can beat up Joe Rogan, and um, yeah, I'm telling you, dude, it would, it would, it would probably be within 30 seconds that Joe Rogan could uh, submit Jank Jurger. I would assume, I think Jank Jurger would would maybe get a punch off. And I'm not saying he would hit him, but I think he would swing for the fences. He'd use every bit of that fat energy that he's got and uh, sling one punch. Um, Joe would probably move out of the way and fucking kick his leg into the fucking, the, the balcony of wherever they're, he'd fucking kick that leg right off of him, dude. Uh, With one of those uh, famous Joe Rogan kicks. He'd just fucking kick his leg. It'd be like... uh, It'd be like that lamp from Christmas story just flying into the, <laughs> the fucking balcony. And then he'd have him down and probably, I would assume he'd probably get him with, I don't think a rear naked, maybe rear naked. More than likely either a guillotine or a, uh, fuck. What's the snake one? I can never remember what the name of that one is called. Anaconda. Anaconda joke. Um... I don't know why I'm leaning towards that. I just am, because I think he'd kick him. He'd go down. He'd follow him down and get a, get up underneath that that arm and then just fucking choke him out within 30 seconds. Um, I don't see the fight certainly not lasting any longer than one minute. Absolutely no longer than a round. Um, Joe Rogan would fuck him up. So uh, I just thought that that was hilarious. And and Joe Rogan is getting all. I mean, the, it's it's the left dude anytime and that's what I was bringing up that's why I'm saying like I'd like to listen to somebody first and see why the left does not do that or at least from what I can see now given I'm not I'm not on the right I don't like being on this line of left and right um oh shit this line is so fucking long dude ugh it's disgusting I'm picking up my son right now and it is just this line is so damn long. Um shit, what was I saying? Oh, um yeah, anytime that you go against the liberal left in any way, shape, or form, you step out of their line. If you are on the liberal left or whatever, you step out of line and man, they come right for you. And this is that's something that I wanna say wanted to say yesterday is Hey, Joe, because I've called him a snake in the grass, because he has bent his knee to uh, the liberal left. He has taken his his marching orders at times. He has taken down uh, his interviews with Gavin McGinnis, with Owen Benjamin, with... And Owen Benjamin was probably an easier one because they're not on good terms anymore. But Gavin McGinnis and Alex Jones. You know what I mean? Like, um, he has uh, taken... Uh, some stand not given yeah I'll I have to admit it he has gone after some of the tranny shit and certainly Fallon Fox he was very outspoken about that which is great but um, you know what little segue into that there was another MMA fighter a dude that um, I guess I could have turned a fucking dude that fought a woman what was it two weeks ago a week and a half ago This fucking pussy, this, this shit just should not be allowed at all. And that lady's husband or boyfriend should go beat the shit out of that kid for hitting his girl. I mean, it's in, in the promoter too. It's just, what are people thinking? This, like, if you watch that, that this most recent, I can't remember the names and I'm driving right now. I I feel like I wrote it down somewhere, but, um, it's just, it's disgusting. Fallon Fox, by the way, I, I think I've talked about this. Fallon Fox had a loss, has a loss. I don't think Fallon Fox has fought in a while, um, which is, uh, I think it's probably the amount of heat that he took. Notice how I did not say she, because a dude cannot be a girl. And I'm not. I'm, I just. I. It's such an insult to intelligence. Um, that I. I refuse to play this game. I can't. I can't. I'm not going to do it. If I know that you're an actual. You're born a male. You are still a male, and I'm not calling you a woman. It's such a fucking insult to intelligence, dude. I'm not saying to go out and hurt anybody or nothing like that. In fact, I would say the exact opposite. Don't do that. There's no reason for it. If somebody wants to dress up in panties, let them go dress up in panties. But you don't have to play along with their shit. You know what I mean? I'm not going to try and be a dick to fucking people out of nowhere either. But it's I'm not doing it. You know? And they might get offended. You offend me by expecting me to play along with this shit. I just will not do it so anyway and that's why I'm going off on this guy right now and same with Fallon Fox Fallon Fox has a a loss on his record because he threw the fucking fight he threw it you can see in this in this most recent fight along with all the other ones with Fallon Fox um, did I show up that early? no way I don't see any no turn-on red signals. Okay, I'm going. Um. You can see in this most recent fight with whoever this this guy was, I think he had an Irish last name. This woman that he fights throws in every punch that she has. She she lands a lot of stuff on him. He's it's like he's it's 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 just not affecting him. It's just really not. You can see it, dude. Like Think of any time that you've ever had a, a younger sibling or cousin or something, and you've fought with them, and and uh, or whatever it may be, and they hit you, and it didn't hurt, but you know you you didn't want them to feel bad or whatever it may be. That's what this fight was. She's throwing everything into every shot she's got, and it's not even phasing him. He hits her, and it's a massive effect. And do not think that he didn't let that fight go on longer than it needed to because I think he ended up winning by rear naked which has a totally different uh, definition in this context um, but he could have ended that fight at any fucking time at any point that he wanted to it took everything she had and I think he won in the second round it took everything she had to just stay in there with him it's it's sick our society's fucking sick that we're allowing um, men and it's in the way that it goes too we're allowing men to pretend to be women then fight women and get in their way of competing it's, it's just absolutely disgusting it's absolutely disgusting what's going on with this shit And I was glad, uh, Shane. No, Sean. Oh, he's an MMA fighter. I really like this kid. I think he's like 12 and 1 or 13 and 1. Sean, I think he's in the 145 class, I think it is. Sean, it's an Irish last name. He's out in California. He, also, he usually comes out with like multicolored hair, sometimes rainbow hair. He's from Cali. Um, he hangs out with Jake Paul. Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Oh. I thought, because of all those things, that he was a little bit more lefty. No, he came out to say, uh, that's a, that's a, how did he say it? I think he said, that's a fucking dude and and it ain't right. As in, it's not right to allow him to fight a girl. So, good on Sean O'Malley. Uh, He just went up a few notches in my belt. Same with, uh, I almost said Gavin McGinnis. Uh, Conor McGregor. I'm not Conor McGregor's biggest fan. Uh, I've lost a lot of respect um, with him. Uh, but two things, one, there was a video of him getting into a car and some dude was blaring his, I I don't know if it was rap music or what, but he fucking, he walked down with his crutches and he yelled at them to turn the the music down. I I got some respect back for him, dude. (laughs) I don't know if it's, I'm just getting older, but it's, you know, for anybody to be fucking bumping some music. Uh, around people with family because I believe Conor had his his kids with him. Um, That's disrespectful. It's just, I mean, I get forgetting about it and wanting to listen to loud music. Fine, dude. I'm cool with that. But once you're around a whole bunch of people, families and shit, turn it the fuck down. You don't need to have it up high. And when you have Conor McGregor, talk all the shit you want about him losing to Poirier, him losing to uh, Khabib, and him losing to um, Nick Diaz. Three... Really good fighters. These, by the way, these are the top, the top of the best fighters in the world. That's where these guys are. And he's lost at those three. And he's been the top guy in two weight classes. So for all these people that are talking shit about McGregor, fuck you. Like, I'm sorry when it comes to like fighting and shit, you must respect him in terms of fighting because this guy is, he is top level. Quite frankly, he's still in the top five, even with the amount of time that he takes off, and now he's got a broken shin and all that other shit. Dude, look what he did to Cerrone. Nobody has put Cerrone out that fast, ever. Look at what he did to Eddie Alvarez. Get fucked. Look at what he did to uh, uh, Jose Aldo. Get the fuck out of here, dude. To Max Holloway, to Dustin Poirier the first time, and even in this fight. Dustin didn't win that fight. Connor's leg... Lost it. <laughs> uh, you know, so when you have Conor McGregor coming in, you, uh, if, if, uh, <laughs> unless you want to fight with the dude, um, you know, you're probably going to consider turning it down. So that happened. But also Machine Gun fucking Kelly. I'm sure you heard about this. I Machine Gun Kelly is a fag. <laughs> and I say that knowing full well that he's dating Megan, Megan... Fox who's still a hottie. She's a big UFC fan. And I guess Megan Fox and Connor knew each other. So they went to, um, the VMAs. Conor McGregor got invited to, um, give somebody an award. Uh, and Megan was, is dating, uh, machine gun Kelly. I don't know his real name or else I'd say it. Um, and I guess they crossed paths getting into the place and Connor wanted a picture with Megan because he's seen her at the fights and stuff. And Machine Gun, this is just the story that I've gathered. And Machine Gun Kelly pushes Connor, And then you see the, I'm sure you saw the viral videos of him throwing uh, his drink on people and shit. Do not think for a second that Machine Gun Kelly wasn't fully aware that he had his hired bodyguards right there at the ready for if Conor McGregor comes at him. Don't fool yourself. Machine Gun Kelly, one, is not a tough guy. He is not. He is a rapper, and he's got tattoos. He is paper thin. He is not a tough guy. I'm sorry. He's just not. He's He just isn't. And I don't mean to underestimate somebody, but Machine Gun Kelly, the oh, man. He, he oh, dude. And Conor McGregor, I mean, he was pissed off about it. He should have been. Somebody just pushed you. You're a fighter. I cannot emphasize enough the difference between somebody who is a fighter, especially, and I don't even know this level. He's a fucking paid fight. He is a prize fighter. You are always in that mentation until your career ends and then even some after. You are always in the mentation that I am a fighter. This is what I do. You know what I mean? Conor McGregor... It, it would be worse than than um, Joe Rogan fighting Jake Erger. It, it would be a massacre. You'd almost feel bad for Machine Gun Kelly. But... So Conor, you know, lashed out at him. Again, it just upped a little bit more respect that I have for Conor McGregor. Machine Gun Kelly is a cunt. I really do like that word, by the way. Um, obviously... Some more, uh, some more sadness. Um, Norm Macdonald died all in, all within entertainment. This is just going to be my entertainment, uh, entertainment, uh, episode. Norm Macdonald. Um, I was sad to hear that for sure. I guess he had been fighting cancer for nine years. Uh, nothing to do with COVID. Um... Or else they'd be politicizing that. Fucking lefties. But Norm MacDonald was... I guess he was a Christian. I didn't know that. Um... I liked him. For sure. Uh... But I didn't... I didn't really... Um... Get to... I didn't get into him. If that makes sense. Like, I liked him. I like I've watched plenty of videos with him in it. And talking, you know, politics and shit. He was not on the left. Um... And he always had. He was just like grandfathered into everything when things were changing and shit. Norm Macdonald would come through, and he was hilarious. Um, there was a joke, and I um Dave Smith just brought it up, and I remember hearing about it, where Norm Macdonald was asked about Sarah Silverman, who is just the worst anymore. Um, and she was always always has been pretty bad. She dated Sam Cedar. I don't know if I ever mentioned that. And that was like Sam Cedar's luckiest thing of his life. More than anything else that he's ever had. Dating her was the fucking luckiest thing that he's ever had. But she's also... She's got some issues. Um, to be dating that fucking little dork. Uh, but Norm, Norm McDonald was asked about her. And I guess how it went was he said, Sure. Oh fuck, I'm gonna fuck this up. Yeah, she's funny. How does oh fuck it went something like do do you think she's funny and he said yeah but not as funny as as all the all the dudes or something like that I mean it was just such a fucking jab at the idea that you know well certainly for her but that women aren't aren't very comedically funny and there's always exceptions to the rules okay there's plenty of funny uh, female comedians out there uh, just the woke shit has not helped them it has not helped the female cause and it doesn't help any male causes either when it comes to comedians the woke shit just oh it's so bad they're so they're so uh, trapped in what they can talk about and it's usually only their enemy and then it turns into a fucking lecture it's no le- and it's not funny none of it's funny they can't think to come up with funny shit there's a guy. I think is is it Nick Hofsetter? Oh, this fucking guy. It, he promotes his shit on Facebook, and I'll see it on my on my timeline or whatever you call it. And it's just he's always going. He's always got somebody who heckles him, and then he comes back with this woke shit, and it's just not funny. He's not funny. It's just all this clap shit, you know, clap back shit, and, and trying to get people to agree with him. And it's just ugh. But it was really funny when Norm McDonald fucking I God, i I know I'm messing up the joke. Yeah, she's funny. Outside of all the other dudes. I think it went something like that. I think I might have said it a little bit better. But I certainly fucked up how that went. Obviously, I'm not much of a comedian. Um But yeah, it was sad to hear that he went. And uh I don't know. It's just it was so unexpected. And that he was that was pretty cool for him because I guess how I get the story is is that he didn't want people when they saw him to focus on, um, you know, him having a sickness, and also to make it about that sickness. He always wanted to represent funny and to make people laugh because that's he was a comedian, to and through, you know, and he really was. And uh, he was, I think, was he the original late night? Um, oh shit! What that? What's that segment on SNL? It's the news, the news segment, or whatever. Was he... I think he was either the original or one of the first people to do it. Um, and he, and I think he was the best. That's definitely... Norm MacDonald was the best... Um, whatever that's called. The news host on Saturday Night Live. So that was really sad uh, to see. A um, couple of other stories. Uh, I guess I'll touch on this one. Um, both Indiana Jones as well as James Bond, and I might have talked about that before, um, are being fucked with. And they're fucking with everything. There's going to be remakes and yada, yada, yada. Oh, um, Halloween. To go along with the Halloween movies, there's a new Halloween movie coming out. Um, This is a continuation, by the way. The, The last one that came out, by the way, not that great. But it's a continuation story. I had to tell my son this because he was like, I don't want to see a remake or a reboot. And I'm like, it's not that. It's actually a continuation from the first and second uh, movies from that storyline. So uh wanted to mention that. But Indiana Jones um, is going to be turned into a woman. Because their race replacing and gender replacing <clears throat> all traditionally male uh, uh, characters. They're going after all of them. I talked about it before with Superman, they're going to turn him black. Um, they are uh they're going to go for they're going for all of them. They're going to go for Batman. If you think they're <clears throat> they're touching the, the the sacred cow in Superman of comic books. Okay. If they're going after Superman they're going to you know they're going to do it with Batman, but they already did it. Now you got to well, I mean it was more so Batwoman and then it was a black Bat Woman, you know what I mean? So they're going to go after uh, Batman. They're going to go after... Um, oh, they're already doing it with Captain America, and you could see that at the end of uh, Endgame. By the way, all of those movies sucked ass. I'm sorry, they just did. They were they could have been better. Few exceptions like Iron Man one, Thor, like two two Thor movies. The first Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty decent, um, but they're they're going for everybody. You don't think they're going to do it to the X Men? Professor Xavier is going to be some fucking, um, I don't know, probably a midget, probably a probably a, a, a Filipino uh, trans midget missing leg. Like they're going to dude, they're going after all of it. Um, Spider Man. Well, they already kind of did that with Miles Morales. That's what I've always meant to say. Like. Uh, the the movie that they did come out with, okay, and they kind of did it in a in a certain way with you know different universes. Fuck off! They did that specifically to replace Bat or uh, Spider Man to get rid of Peter Parker, and now they're going to bring in and uh, and just feed the scraps to um, minorities in order to uh, wow. I don't know say that they're doing something. Fuck off, man! Don't call me. Um, but it's more so out of spite of white people of especially white straight males. Who was it? They're making Venom out to be gay is a rumor I just heard. Uh they're doing the same with and Daniel Craig just got a little shit because he said uh no. Uh and I hate I even hate his answer because he he was asked if if uh James Bond could be a woman and he said no. It you know, give a, have a woman be, you know, something else. You know, have her and, and then go on with that, which was that's okay. But then he was like, but he can be black. What? What why? Why can't you just keep James Bond that and then have create a whole new story with a black guy or a black female? Like, you're just feeding the scraps and it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't make anything better. It's all out of spite and we all see what you're doing. It's fucking terrible. And it really is. And then, also, to let you know, when I finally get my movie up, or I'm sorry, my video's going, as in my beard's grown back, um, they just came out with a Matrix trailer. So... I'll be breaking that down. But I'm where I need to be. And uh, until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.